swerving down the bridge, swerving on a hater. We put on for our niggas and they still Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode. What did I say last week? 103. It's 103. 104. 104. We're going to say 104. No, it's 103 because Christine, let him struggle. Uh, we're going to say 104. Okay. It's 104. So it is what it is. Uh, sure, it's actually 103. He still cannot count. Mm-hmm. We knew I'm going to get him one Future of those me. Traceable, some traceable tables that he can use with dry erase so he can learn his numbers. Be working with him. <sighs> Listen, man, every week is a new thing. I'm slowly learning everything about the world. So yeah. this week it's uh, numbers again because I didn't mm-hmm. get them last week. Ah, uh, how we doing? How's everyone doing? Well, you Good. know, I'm stressed. I'm not even gonna. Why are you? What? Why? Why are you stressed? Okay, like you know, we're gonna talk about it. We, I just watched the Invincible finale, and that's ah. out. That hurt my heart. It literally hurt <laughs> my heart. <laughs> I, I will didn't say, realize it was a finale when it was happening. I was like, oh, I probably have two more episodes. And I was like, oh, that was it. <laughs> I mean, it was a finale. <laughs> like, in retrospect, I get it. Like, it, I'm not saying it was bad because it wasn't. I just really thought it was going to be 10 episodes for some reason. And I was like, oh, well, here we are. Yeah, I guess for some reason, you know, you bring up a good point because I, I, I thought we were at episode 10. And then when you said that, I went and looked and I was like, no, she's right. It's yeah. not 10 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. For some reason, like, I thought I had back been me. He thought I just made that up. I can't. One hundred percent. I do that every time. So I'm glad they did eight. I do it every time. Yeah. <laughs> I never believe you. Every single time, it's what I do. Yeah. Well, what I do you think? Go- Google's my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but you couldn't Google when this meeting was. Right. Mm. Mm. Wow. Wow. You had to ask us. And Carter hasn't wow. figured out Google Calendar. He figured out wow. Google Search. Ah, again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's just on. I Google. show up, don't I? I show up to be After with you, peasants. After we have okay. a book on your calendar for you. Right. I said, I said Lydia, log into his Zoom. Right, we have to get Lydia to t- tell you. <laughs> it's now. <laughs> get in there. Uh, you know, I will say, though, I, I was. I don't know if I was shocked. Um, I am pleased is the world is the word I'll use. Uh, I am pleased with the way it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I definitely thought similar to rob i thought we were going to get one version of this ending where um no we're not, you know, we're not like, spoiling because um we have a guest in the pod just so everyone knows this is why we're tiptoeing we got a guest i'm gonna write i'm gonna watch it right after this. no we're not spoiling i'm giving everyone another week to binge i binge it all today so like there's no excuse yo speaking so- speaking of that i'm always like a proponent of not spoiling shit for people y'all know i do this mm-hmm. but for invincible every time i watch it i go on a timeline and i literally say the most spoiling thing that i can possibly say why? because it's because it's always be, because I'm always so stressed and I end up spoiling it for like half my timeline. (laughs) You are the worst. That is the worst thing. That is the worst. I'm like, God damn, I don't know what to say. I don't say anything. I just retweet the spoiler. So I'm like, I didn't say it. (laughs) That's why I don't get on Twitter. It's not any better. It's literally not any better. That's actually worse. I just said, I agree with that person. That's all I did. At least you're not doing it for Snowfall because you would have an army if it was, you know, for Snowfall. (laughs) That's a fact. That's a fact. That is a fact. Yeah, I have well, no cooth, and I'm gonna try better <laughs> next time. I'm not. I really am gonna. I, like just a well, little bit. So I think again, I think what's helped me is like the group chat, because like I know usually like Trey will have watched it, 
um like on time like, like yeah a, if i wake up and i see us. invisible messages <laughs> like i already know what the vibes like six are weeks ago with the yeah he's waiting like y'all gonna watch again? pores yeah. <laughs> yeah no i already know if i wake up i see invisible messages i already know not to just check close your messages <laughs> because my laptop does this thing where it doesn't read the invisible messages and so like i just don't engage at all yeah because i'll just actually see the text and i'm yeah. not trying my to laptop do that does not no my thing. phone does that if i'm in just like the text like normal text it'll, where you can choose it it'll show you it. i'm like okay you know what <laughs> point. my favorite day is still when i woke up on the wandavision finale day <laughs> and my whole i woke up to 58 invisible ink <laughs> a whole bunch this of secrets <laughs> Uh-uh. I, I will say like one by one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know y'all were off. I know, I know I spent a lot of time last week on Falcon and Winter Soldier. This is the last show, but I this is how I know y'all were off that show because I would wake up and it would be crickets <laughs> in the group chat. It would be grand rising, y'all. That's all you get. <laughs> no, you I was like, oh if you sent that to me. I was like, okay. I was like, okay, okay. We're not fucking with this one no more. Like we talk about anything else. Like, yo, I I got it. I forgot that show was even on. You didn't miss much. So all right. I'm done with Falcon and Red Soldier. I was berated. Um Um, yeah, Invincible, Gang Gang. Uh they already got announced for two extra seasons. So 10 out of 10. Uh hands down. Easily the tennis out of tennis show I've seen in a while. Best Um, show out. Fight me. Okay, I'm not going. Snowfall. Wow, that's anti-black. <laughs> you know what? I mean, are we surprised? <laughs> sure, that's right. That's, that's said right last week. He, he wanted Steve. Captain Sorry. America to be white. And I won't let it go. So. <laughs> I'm not walking that back. It doesn't matter how many. I know you're not. That's the thing. I don't care how many people hit me up. I'm not walking that back. matter. Speak your truth. Hmm. I said, "What's that?" So <laughs> he don't care. <laughs> but no, so here we I are. agree though. This is the best show out right now. So you know, here we are. <laughs> it is. I actually ended up okay. I know last week I said I'm not into it. Talk mad shit. Talk mad shit. I didn't. Shit. I, just I said don't it's know not y'all for watching me. this. No, I said it's she just was not like, for "Oh, me. y'all like this?" Uh. I said y'all built it up a lot, and it felt very regular to me because he said I, it's not gaming what it was supposed to game. <laughs> I, yeah, I, really I did like say this. that because sure the first did. episode, it's like whatever and i'm not normally into whole superhero comedy things it was very regular then there was like just a whole bunch of like you know death at the end death and murder yeah. and i was like i like a murder mystery but like i'm not just sure about not this. Like, I'm not an no, movie girl. Murder. no blatant murder right it's like this is an exciting she was to follow the reporter who who witnessed that murder. Like, <laughs> right <story>. exactly <laughs> like i want to i want to figure out like who killed him you know but i already knew that Put so it wasn't exciting <laughs> But I feel like I'm rolling, I guess. Two on, you got more of like the interpersonal stuff between everybody, and that's mm-hmm. what I care about. Like, I want to hear about like his little girlfriend, like the superhero drama, like all that stuff. I'm into like that is what hooked me. And I was like, that Amber already good. knew he was a superhero, right? And I saw people saying, like, how how dare Amber? I'm like, my nigga, she was being ghosted by man's, like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, a whole secret family. What? She looks okay. a little too emotional for me, but like, you know, I understand where she's coming from. Right. I don't think she was a bogus character. Even well, to me, it's also I mean, a Zazie beat, so I let her slide. Like, <laughs> I mean, but like, he was kind of curving her, like, left and right. He yeah. was. He was. 
Like, yeah, All you she wanted to do was go to college and parties like, one night. Your nigga ain't me. That's what I'm going to text her. Like, he out doing all this stuff, but it's who's who's there with you? Let me, oh my God. Let me say that. So, hmm. that's a fact. That's right. a fact. Just wanted to college function one good time. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. <I> blame her. <laughs> wanted so, yeah, to beers. Hang I'm out. Going to a frat party alone, like rookie move can we not like please do not do that ever <laughs> like what and true off like the the word of mouth invite too like yo come, come to somebody this party. who was not to touch you in the hallway that's a yeah, no, no. <laughs> and then approach her at the party and try to get his like mini mac on you know like oh so saying, you oh yeah i have a girlfriend who's transferring but like mm-hmm, like okay but she ain't here yet right so <laughs> you've all heard that one before <laughs> like truly a mess <laughs> Yo, y'all are wild. <laughs> Points are made, though. Look I'm not going to say yo, that's not right. Y'all wild. Look, you going. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, hey. Points are made. Points were made. Um, but yeah, I don't know if we introduced our guest, but that other voice you heard, that that uh, additional voice in the pod, is the one and only, the, what's her what's her uh, Twitter title? <laughs> Social media strategy queen? Social media goddess? What is it? Let me look it up real quick. Social data queen. Mm. There we go. Social data diva, proclaimed, you know. Yes, yeah, social data queen, queen with the marathon, queen. with the it's Los Angeles, Born and a and pink queen. heart. True and yes. true, a green and pink heart, you know. Yeah, see, you can't just say <laughs> he left out that. So I did that on purpose. I, was I know, like, I, I know. You can't just yeah, that's, that's actually how you get beat up. That's right. Get up. Okay, pushing it. That's how we'll you get stuff at frat price. parties. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to none of my frat parties without right. it. <laughs> uh-uh. I'll be like, nah, I know what. What you mean? Y'all not gonna let me yeah, in? Yeah, you haven't even said her That's name actually yet. Actually, was a joke. Mm-hmm. Now what? Say her proper. Gave, say What's her it? proper Ski name week? and title. <laughs> no, I like this introduction better. <laughs> I can just guess what it is. <laughs> ski, ski, we adapt. Uh-uh. What y'all be saying? Ski, we, right? I don't think you're supposed to just want to Stop it. Wait, okay, okay. So, like, since, we have two, for you. since we have two spectrum of the, of the sorority life, Christine, like, what does your <gasps> people say? Don't, don't, don't even bring that up. You know what, Rob? Should I? Oh, you they don't have a chance? I'm not doing that. No, not, in, matter, not like that. Not like that, no. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, you can't. Oh, she can't say it. Here's one of those, you know, secret oh, sorors. Oh, I'm not got an it. Privilege. 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 So. I got a skull it. and crossbone looking. Mm. I got it. It Privilege. is skull and crossbones. Actually, ours are simple. Oh, see, I told you. <laughs> you should have known that I would join something like that. Bone. Yeah, I know. Um, but no, the social data queen in the house, uh, she drags anyone who drags LA. Um, she actually searches right. out for you know, hateful commentary around Los Angeles and so. she slanders them and gets her, you know, South Central Hive on them and yeah. they run up and then get done up. Right. So because I mean, like the worst to- thing to see is someone talk shit about how LA doesn't have good food. Like that is the most hottest take that I love to hop in on. Yeah, y'all got pink. That's, I I'm not even from LA <laughs> and that take that take to me is mild. Yeah, I, mean, a, yeah. I don't. I don't understand. But I don't what understand major city that doesn't take. have good food? Like, let's keep it all right. the way honest. What like, major right. city doesn't have good food? You're a major city for a reason. Right. Like, they're going to have good food. No, I mean, I know where to find it. Just say but, you've yeah. gone to the same place every single time. Exactly. Right. Or just say you go to In and Out. That's all. Just you have to say. Yeah. 
just leave in my opinion <laughs> we don't want you here and the Whitney is literally the build the wall she's got a point though we've had enough well no St. Cara you're not even from this country we <laughs> you yeah, I, heard I, said we. I heard that you don't even go here bro okay but St. Cara has been here long enough to uh be you know an echo chamber voice of LA natives and you know uh, what's the, you know you know, know the funny part is I have been in LA. LA is the second like longest place that I've lived outside right. of Haiti. Like I have, I've, the funny thing is I've grew up in Boston and I've been in LA actually longer. In that terms makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Isn't Adam crazy? no longer makes you a Bostonian and now you are. Kind of low key. He kind of low key. Boston ever. No, nah, I so do. Chill like, out. Chill out. Don't do he that. He definitely no, does. I feel like that, the first time that, I met Sam I got Cara, goons out there. Boston. I got goons out there. I got to uh, keep those goons. Yeah, same. You got shooters? All right, bet my bad, bro. <laughs> but no, yeah, like every like every major city has food. So like that claim is like it's kind of foolish. Um, yeah. but no, and I do laugh because like when I said like the build the wall thing, like I said that to it one time on Twitter and it kind of pushed it into a MAGA space. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> we had the wrong people interacting in our <laughs> I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't mean like that. <laughs> easy, easy. Uh-uh. I do you have a question for you up. though. Off that. If if someone were to say like one place to go eat, what would you suggest them? I like I, I wonder like what yeah. would you have them check out? One place is hard because I always have to have a follow up question: is like what kind of food are you looking for? Right? People right. typically then answer like tacos, and then my first answer would probably be Gorilla Tacos, which is downtown, which is fire. But if you're looking for like you know, the street taco situation, then Leo's tacos truck that's on Venice and La Brea is like the $2 taco that everyone has to have. But then if, you know, like- I haven't like, even had Leo's tacos. So I'm asking these for me. I know, I'm like, let me take notes. <laughs> yeah. That's for the audience. I'm literally trying to find Okay, right so now. Leo's tacos <laughs> is a taco truck. <laughs> it is located on the Southwest corner of <laughs> Venice Leo's and La Brea. tacos. Um, Sky's Tacos is pretty mom. That's on Pico. Uh, you know. Okay. Do you have like a number one favorite restaurant though that you go to, like your comfort place? Or no? Well, first of all, I haven't been into a restaurant in over a year. Fair. (laughs) Which is so sad and scary to say. Um, Man, that's so hard. I have so many I like for so many different reasons. Like I love My Two Cents, which is bomb. So it's good. So good. Um, <laughs> I really like Comfort LA. They opened up a new one closer to me, which was bomb. I remember we had that little fun shoot over at Comfort LA. Mm-hmm. Which was, that was so dope. <laughs> it was so delicious. Yep. Um, I mean, like if we're talking like fancy schmancy food, like I like Spago, which is like have been the there. Top. I was yeah. a little too poor for that, but I love it. <laughs> <No. laughs> Um, I don't know though. I think it just kind of depends on the type of that you're mood in. I love John and Vinny's for pizza and pasta reasons because I love pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly haven't. I I can't like in good conscience say I've really had a bad meal here. Um, it's and, hard and, to look for one. You know, it's hard to find a bad meal. And and that's why I'm had, always like I've had when people say. Like not, not there's mid meals. There's like okay, cool. I could okay I could definitely not come back here again. I like 
I feel that. Okay, I think yeah. I'm, I feel that a little better. I'm trying to think. Right, because like I think a mid meal is In and Out. Like mid In and Out is not good to me at all. I'm not even counting that because like yeah, more like yeah. I well, I still think like, that when people go to California, that's what they think they're gonna try. They're like, I'm excited to try this. Like, you would not believe the way yeah. the people always bring that up. And it's I like, did get chill. In and Out the first night I got here though. Okay, okay. so you fed into the hype, <clears throat> and I was like, this is whack. It's so Next. bad. I'd rather have Shake Shack, honestly. Like, if I'm gonna go, like. That's even Del Taco to me is better than In and Out. Oh, absolutely. That's where I Del Taco. That's where the line is drawn. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I've never had that in LA, but not Del Taco. Del Taco since I was like six. Like, oh my god, well, yeah, I've never had that. So, don't real fast. Is like, mm, nah, I'm good. <laughs> y'all are so funny. Target, don't kiss Adela's. Make this my sandwich. Yeah, what you mean, bro? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, open the no. can of beans and put it in the microwave, and it'll taste Facts. better. No, I That's get the burger. <laughs> I get the burger beans. at Del Taco. I don't get tacos. Are you okay, kidding? so look, red flag number two is that you're ordering a burger from Del Taco. Better than In and Out. I stand by Christine, that. We need you to get you right. That's not good. I stand that's by that. In and Out is not good. You got the pod looking crazy. Yeah. That's not, that's not. You're just going to blame it on your former place of employment out here and, and leave it at that. <laughs> that's Where all I could afford. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's next? Yeah. So, no, when marketing cool. shows, how hard is it to promote Uh-oh. good, great shows? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Would you like me to answer your first question, Rob? Yes, uh, question number one. Um... <laughs> what do I do for a living? Yes, all right. right. Yeah. Tell audience what you do for a living. Yes, uh, talk yes. about yourself. Um, talk about myself. All right. Well, my technical title is um, senior creative strategist, but what that actually means is a very varied. Uh, situation I think in my experience Um, but basically I work with brands and now tv shows to complete uh, marketing campaigns whether that be around show launches or special announcements or brand refreshes or kind of like anything in that wheelhouse Um, and I have a few large brand clients that I currently have and yeah, we do everything from social listening campaigns to strategy campaigns to, you know, talking about brand new titles that they've acquired or originals that are coming out on their now streaming platforms. Um, and yeah, do all the social media work for that. All right, so let's get to it. So, so you how'd you get into us, that? I know, more importantly, <laughs> you've been yelling at us to start bigger for like 30 years now. Yes. Um, <laughs> I had spun the pilot, but I was like, you know what? Let me actually watch this show so Wit can leave me alone. Yeah. Um, I watched it and I said, yo, why didn't you tell me about this show before? That's- <laughs> I didn't know about the show before, to be honest. <laughs> fair. That's fair. I said, fair, wait, fair. where's this been all my life? Um, someone should have told me about the show. I should have tweeted that. Yo, mm-hmm. someone should have put me on the bigger because, duh. Yeah. Um, but no, like, what did you see that you was like, this is like the superior black kind of content of like for that kind of age range? Like, I don't know, like, like when you see that show, like when you're like trying to promote something like that too, like how do you kind of go about pushing that show? Even with it being like a niche kind of streaming platform, like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think there are t- a few components. So um, like you guys, I was super green to the show. Like I didn't have BET plus. I um, quite frankly, hadn't really looked at BET content for a very long time, to be honest with you, but they BET plus specifically um, was our brand new client that we brought on this year. Um, and so obviously that required me to binge a fuck ton of BET plus content, which like I haven't been mad about. Like the platform has all of the good originals that we know and love Martin and the Parkers and the Jamie Foxx show and yada, yada. And then obviously they have their slate of original content, which is very varied <laughs> from everything like Ruthless. Um, to this show that's coming out this year with Eva Marcel called All the Queen's Men. That's what he's favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Bigger is on there. um, And that show came out last year. Um, And yeah, I mean, like really, so we were brought on for for two ways. The first way is just a complete brand refresh, right? So who is BET Plus? And and there's a lot of saturated, uh, like, within the BET network itself, right? Cause you have BET Her and BET Networks and like everyone knows and loves BET Networks. And then most importantly, like BET stuff is free, right? So not only do you have the obstacle of like competing with a bunch of people within your own family for lack of better like ex- explanation, um, you have the bar of you are a paid streaming platform service. So in order to acquire the people that you want to acquire, you then have to also convince them to pay for your service. We came in as the agency um, to not only work with how we were going to uh, showcase the show on brand through the brand lens, because that's important, like BET Plus doesn't talk like the tone of voice that you would if you're like looking at bigger channels, right? And then we were asked to launch channels, which is a little bit difficult when you're coming into a second season, like you don't have a following to fall back on. It's different messaging now because you're not saying like, hey, meet the cast because technically like you hope that everyone has already, yeah, you already hope that everyone's meet, you know, has seen the cast or whatever. So it's not your traditional launch campaign in the sense of like, you're showing sneak peeks of new people and blah, 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 blah. Like these people have all been seen before. I, I do wonder like, um, I think you brought up a really good point, right? <clears throat> right? Because like, I think what shows sort of fall into is like, if you, it sounds like the bigger team from BET sort of like, you know, you guys came in on, on like in season two. So they couldn't even like, you guys really couldn't even strategize at the onset. Right. And then like, what I feel like to, to Rob's point, what I feel like is happening with the show is just like, it's not getting enough eyeballs. And, and I, I always, I'm always curious when that happens to shows. Right. And so like, I'm always curious if that's a, like, is that a marketing issue? Or is that like the show not being good? Um, and not, to, not also, it's not like on a popular streaming service, right? So like, it's on a, I wouldn't even really call BET like a niche streaming service. We all know BET, right? But like, you always get that like, okay, everyone has these like, it, it's having to compete with like a Netflix or a Hulu, which already has like millions and millions of subscribers and people don't necessarily want to have to fork up like another $3 or $2 for another one, right? Well, so the reason like, I kind of said niche is kind of like, like even though it is a bigger brand, but like BET has an audience. Like Netflix doesn't have an audience. They want everybody. 
Hulu yeah. has things for everybody. Amazon, like these ones have things for everybody. That's what, and that's why I kind of classified it as niche in that way. Because well, I like, also think it is because we talked about before, like other Viacom um, streaming services are combined. Was it Peacock that they're all on? No, Viacom. Yeah. Uh, or Paramount Viacom Plus. has its own Paramount service. Plus. But yeah. we know that, or Paramount Plus. So we know that BET is separate from that. So it kind of, they're kind of making it more niche yeah. maybe than it would be. And I'm not sure the reasoning behind that, like strategically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think it's, different in that way as well yeah i, I mean do. well i was going to answer your question like i think it, it, it there it could be anything behind the scenes that's going on right like yeah. you could be testing out a new title that you acquired because your big company acquired it and it just kind of like fell on on your thing so when a show is given to you you then have to rejigger and reassess okay like what is the manpower that i'm putting behind the show if you don't have a, a a huge studio behind it if you don't have a list talent and names you are just kind of like putting the show out there and hoping that you know whatever catches on and i think putting it for example, the show like Bigger, putting it on BET plus streaming services, you're already only showing it to a very niche market. And then there was no social media campaign other than through brand channels when it launched last year. They had a launch, you know, you hit your kind of like run of the mill assets that are like countdowns and like clip pulls and whatever. And then it's kind of like the, I call it like the 101 idea of a marketing campaign. You have a few different ways in, right? You have people at the top that think like, okay, I have a one-on-one -on -one campaign situation and I could fit any title in and my promotion is going to work and it's going to go. But in my experience, the best type of social campaigns that really resonate and get people going are the ones with custom content or the ones that kind of take you that step further. Like think about For like sure. a Stranger Things situation. Like right, I right. could go on and on and on and on and on about Netflix and what they do and why they do it and why it works. Oh, so do we. We do a lot of <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, sure. I know. I've heard. Sure. I've heard plenty <laughs> of times. But that's just like your prime example. And it doesn't even have to be that you need the Netflix arm behind it. It's just that you need the dedicated team to do the work, the PR, the marketing, the out of home messaging, the traditional marketing to be able to just get eyeballs on it and then convince viewers to watch. Well, and we complain about Amazon too, because like, Amazon has the money to kind of put and like we've seen with some of their shows and movies and titles like they have put like their social team behind it. So I think like the um, and like we talked about invincible like I think from what I've seen with their and when you mentioned brand channels like I think it's like to clarify it's like BET. Yep. Well, then just kind of cycle things through there and yep. not a specific like versus, bigger social channel. Yeah. It's just it kind of floats into it's the like BET. Netflix proper versus you finding content underneath strong black lead. Yes. Or Amazon versus Invincible handles. Like, yeah. it's just, those are the difference. Yeah. And so, like, seeing with the Invincible, what they're doing with their, with their um, social team, it's been really dope kind of yeah. seeing that. But, like, the other thing we say with the other arms of it, like the out of home, which is like billboards and um, bus signs or whatever. It's just added like, value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's the thing I think where Amazon, from what I, we've seen, is lacking because they'll advertise their shows on the prime shopping or the whole food shopping app or the apple uh, amazon music but they're like ah that's about it we'll, we'll advertise in our ecosystem i mean i kind of find that funny because i feel like i see amazon studio billboards all over the place like there I was, was gonna a, say there was a billboard for time like on la cienega for, for probably like eight months four or months so. It was just, mad long. Yeah, it just really it, Okay, so we're being, not being in LA right now, right. I think that's, well, I guess I'm talking from the digital well, no, but that's the thing. Like, there are that's targeted areas with, yeah. where they are doing that. And I mean, yeah. I think it makes sense because it's also like, 
I don't know, pandemic, like last year, if we were technically in the thick of this, like no one was driving around to look at billboards. Like, yeah. and then right. that is right. a money, um, a money decision that I would just choose to make because ain't nobody driving on the road yeah, right I'm now. I'm putting a billboard money up. It's three people on the road right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If the but four or five a, is not traffic. From the 101 point of view, all of these old head marketing people still think a thing like a billboard is important, still think a bus ad is important, which like, you know, you can talk all day, like whether you think that's important or not. Like, I don't think that I've ever looked at a billboard and been, oh my God, this is so interesting. I have to turn around and go home and go watch it kind of vibe. Because I forget. I'll have 30 other thoughts. (laughs) Exactly. But like, you know, I can't argue that it doesn't work either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two-prong question for you so based on the bigger conversation how how the larger um, or the bigger (laughs) are you do you feel like um you're sort of given you and your agency right how much autonomy does the studio sort of give you to come up with the custom content that you were talking about and two i do wonder um do you think how important do you think like marketing has become for so for show rollouts nowadays right like in terms of like the different phases whether that's billboards uh having social handles and all of that um especially with your experience with the shows that you've worked on yes so the first part of your question we had full autonomy we created we pitched all the ideas we wrote all the scripts um the only thing that we did it and it's only because we came in a month late they had already kind of had the beginning of this campaign planned and then then handed it off to us and we completed it and saw saw it the way through was um we were just given the marketing footage already it was shot last year so given the marketing footage like the process is basically we review it. We see like what fun kind of like social momenty, stunty moments that we could create um, and how you could shape a campaign out of knowing that, you know, you had limited cast interaction last year and not everyone was together. And, you know, it was kind of like a simple shot on uh, seamless, you know, kind of situation. It wasn't like a huge, all the cast was together and everyone was sitting on a couch and blah, 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 blah. So you kind of like reassess what you're given and then, our process is we go through a pitch deck. We're like, Hey, we watched all this footage. We think we can do X, Y, and Z ideas. We pitched it to our client. Our client said, yep, absolutely. We love this idea or no, we think we're missing X, Y, and Z. Can we add something like this in? We get those finalized. And then we kind of get everything into production. Um, The one thing that I loved about bigger is that the cast is just like, amazing like they're so so genuinely funny and just like hilarious I know that's the same thing but like I there's so many different things that I could say just about how like laid back and and genuine they feel and that's a very different experience for me for cast because like a lot of people always come off like very put together or A-listy or Media trained. Mm-hmm. or exactly coached and trained or like don't want to do their own promotion for the show or want the studio to do all the work and whatever, whatever. And this cast, I like, I mean, my favorite example is just the, the Tristan thing that I shared with you guys. Like I wrote that, we pulled that out of, like he was in the marketing shoot. The idea com- came from, he was like, answering a random question and then he goes off into a tangent and he's like oh my god have you guys like watched those asmr videos lately like that shit is so funny like i love that if vince my character was like obsessed with asmr because he's a dj in the show 
he would totally do like vinyl record ASMR, blah, blah, blah. And I just like owned in on that moment. I was like, this wasn't even supposed to be, it wasn't a question in the shoot, you know, like it wasn't something that we were supposed to pull out and make this whole thing, but I pitched it. And I was like, I think I could do, I could have Vince just at home self-record a really funny video and we could turn it into something. Um, it, the initial idea didn't work out because I wanted to have like a full setup. And then like you see him like put all the vinyl records together. And quite frankly, I wrote like what I thought was like a piece of shit script because I was just like, he's funnier <laughs> than I am. Like he's gonna like just improvise and I'm gonna love it, whatever he gives us. And he read my full script and like made it fucking hilarious. And when we received that, I was just like, it was that moment where I was like, I, I love, like, that's the best type of partnership that you can get is just like someone that's like, yeah, what? I'll do anything. Like, I love this show. I loved my castmates, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm down to do whatever you guys want me to do. And that is kind of like the best type of working relationship that you can have when it comes down to promotion of a show. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I, I definitely feel that. <laughs> like you could tell, uh, I don't watch the show, but like I, I've seen most of these characters and other things and I can ah. tell how just how bubbly they are. And I think the lead we actually had when we, uh, we had a show over at Shadow and Act um, called How I Made It or Rewind the Scene that she came in and did us. I was like, oh, this is like- Tanisha Long. Yes, her. Yeah, I mean, we just did a Twitter yeah. Spaces activation with them last week and- they're just like, I think Felicia, the showrunner, does did a great job of casting in general. Like, I, I think show and scripts aside, like they're they're great. And then Felicia writes a lot of her herself within these storylines and this script, and that manifested itself in a bunch of different ways and plays out amongst the characters in a bun bunch of different ways. And I think unlike. I won't name show names, but unlike similar shows. Like what? Like um, a similar show to bigger in your- uh, Get to your point before you get uh, messy, Rob. Unlike <laughs> similar shows, it was a lot more relatable. I, I feel like there, there's a saturated market when it comes to like navigating your 20s and 30s shows. Like there, that's been done a there's, lot of times before. There's a thousand that's of those There's 15 yes. coming mm -hmm. next week. <laughs> But what makes this one unique is it just genuinely came off to me like, look, I have a group of college friends that I love. All of us are currently living out our late 20s, early 30s, like trying to get it. And it felt the most authentic version of that that I've seen on screen in a while. Well, and to that, yeah. I'll say like, it it doesn't feel like a, a navigating your 20s and late 20s. It feels like living your life. Life is 20s. happening to you. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's the difference. Yeah. Because like, I think saying like, oh, these are the pitfalls of being in your late 20s, or these are the things you kind of struggle with. Yeah, people struggle with that in their early 20s and their 50s and their teens. Like, that's kind of, you know, painting this age group with a broad brush. So like, to that, and I was I was hoping you would say that, because I was like, that's the thing that I connected with with the show, is like, the fact that it doesn't feel like, oh, when you're 30, do this, this or, is, you know, yeah. insert that. It feels like, nah, these people that just, this is character who is 30 or who is 28 or whatever, 27 or things like that. And that's why I think I kind of resonated, <laughs> I guess, where I was like, you know what, this is, this is really good. And the other thing I say is like, rarely do shows in like this genre try to be funny. Like they usually yeah. like humorous, like, oh, laugh yeah. at the situation or like laugh like of the humor of this. No, nah, we're gonna make a joke here. And we're gonna let yeah. you know this is a joke. 
and you're going to laugh. And you know what I did? I laughed. I was like, yeah, that's a good one. You and there's one no there. shortage of that either. It's not like one character is funnier than the other. And one character is more of a bitch than the other. And one character, like they don't have their like, um, it's not like. It's not stereotypical. They don't. Yeah. And they're not like so far in one direction because they're like pinned up that way. Like they're all a little bit of everything. All of them are, you know, a little bit spirally right now because they're going through a transition in their lives. And that translates in many different ways across all of them. You know, they're all funny as shit because like so much of the show is them talking shit about each other or making fun of each other, which I think is so true of just like at least in my experience, my friend groups, and just, you know, like... All we do is make fun of each other. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I just personally related to that show a lot more than a lot of what these, like, navigating life shows have been, and I appreciated it for... So which one do you least relate to? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you know, you said you I relate really well to this one. Like, What's on the opposite of that spectrum? Like, oh, this show, I hate. I relate to this in zero. We ways. already named it last episode, honestly. So you won't be. Getting we, what saying. Isn't there another one coming out? One of these? Yeah. Oh, no, that's out. 20s is already out, right? 20s is already out. It's like it's oh, next, is it already out? I didn't know that. Two. It has two seasons already. Out, and I can't give 20s a proper review because I haven't given it the proper like view time. Yeah. So I don't want to do that. But um, <laughs> I will say, I will. I, I will ask you this question while we're while we're on the subject. Do you now? So like, there's this thing where like you know like when you're in a especially like in entertainment like for me personally because like you know I was an editor and I was in VFX and I also do cinematography and directing. I find myself like um, like watching something and then like dissecting it and being like, oh, like I would have done this this way or like I don't know why. This. Do you find yourself doing the same thing when you like? watch like a show and you're like this should have been packaged better or like you're or this should, media. This should, that should have been the gif or that should oh been the, right or something like all that. the time but i think in so many different ways too because like from talking to you guys all day long every day i think i consistently look at it from an editor point of view too and i don't even so have sorry. editing background <laughs> no, 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 I but, apologize. I, but no but i i like take pride in that in a way because like i've had that lens of like what makes a show good my whole life because I just have always had an affinity for film and tv I've just always loved it like I, I it's so fascinating to me to be able to tell stories in that way um and then my other favorite form of storytelling has been social and we just kind of like grew up in that world and I fell into social because we are of the ages where social has been a part of our lives through and through. And then I was good at it. And then I was good at storytelling on social. And then I found a way to marry both TV yeah. and social and film and social and still kind of do it, but not be, you know, the director on the set or the editor on right. screen. I am now controlling the second screen extension of that, if that makes sense. And like, the, yeah, yes, that's just as important because like I'll see commercials where I'm like, why did you show me all of the best part in this commercial? Now I don't want to go watch the rest of this, you know, or like I've seen the episode. Thank you. That's all exactly, they had. Exactly. Or like, you know, I'll see things, videos on social where I'm like, mm, that's like a weird angle or like, the, like, why is this thumbnail? <laughs> Christine's going to laugh, but like, why does this thumbnail look like this? Or like, you know, that is how my brain I would argue has always been wired, but has been refined through the lens of like what I do 
as I've, you know, kind of grown and, and morphed this really weird career that I have right now. <laughs> Sounds like, because like, I think similarly with my, with my advertising background, it's a similar thing. You're like, oh, like, why, am, why are you showing this? Like, and I think, and I was going to kind of get to that too, is like, and like my experience, like trying to either garner a new audience or galvanize your own. Cause I think you said, you know, you work on your shows. So like, how often are y'all trying to, and I know they're like, no, I know my audience, whatever, but like, is there ever like any kind of like added value conversation or like, if we get a new audience, if we pull in new people, like how much does that kind of go into some of the campaigns with audience that are like, nah, we're not trying to expand it. We just want to make sure that everyone that in our bubble watches this. Yeah, I think it just really depends on um, like whoever's in charge, like what their end goals are right because I think everyone would argue that you want people to watch your stuff mm-hmm. but I, in my in my experience I have had people that it's like no we just want to cater to the people already that we have like these are the loyal mm-hmm. kind of self-advocating fans and my end goal is not to get hundreds of thousands of followers my end goal is to create custom content for the thousand followers that really love this stuff that's more yeah. valuable to me And it comes down to quality of engagement too. Is this piece of social assets, whether it be a video or an episodic poll or like an Instagram story for like, at least my line of work, um, did a thousand people reply in this comment or did just, it got a bunch of impressions, but nobody actually engaged with it. No one replied or or left a Mm -hmm. a, a memorable comment. Mm -hmm. And like- for what's the most important to you would you say hmm I think valuable engagement because from it how how I navigate the world like I want to go to reviews and I want to listen to my friends and their opinions so if I'm going into the comments and people are writing things like oh man this show is so good I have to watch this show blah 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 or like kind of in like a different lens, like the red table talk lens, we talk about like hot topics every week. If people are gushing their souls out in, and they do. in the comments <laughs> and they do, then something resonated with them enough to be able to be their most vulnerable self in something as trivial as an Instagram comment, right? So yeah. like there is a, a, a valuable form of, of that type of traction and engagement because then that results in valuable and engaged other users coming to your thing. But if it's like, oh, I just posted this episodic and it got 10,000 likes, but there's no commentary on it. Like, I don't think that that's very valuable to anyone really. I'm curious too, like, sorry, Sinkra. Um, Like you kind of talk about the most valuable engagement for you and like how you measure success, but I'm curious how different studios measure success. Um, how do you kind of navigate different studios and their different expectations? And do you find that they do generally align or are they kind of all over the place? I think the most common denominator in expectations with my current clients is subscriptions. And that's always everyone that has big marketing bucks behind them. They're going to want their money in return. (laughs) 
So, and then also we're playing this current game of the subscription streaming service game, right? Like we all cut the cord, but like we're paying for it quite literally in how many- But at what cost? Exactly, platforms that we have acquired because the content that we like is now splattered across nine and different, nine and 10 different, you know, things that we want to watch it on. Um, But I think other than subscriptions, I, it's it has to be the the valued social engagement like it has to be like um this the I'm gonna bring up stranger things again but like the fandoms that are a result of how this show resonated with the audience right like stranger things had 10,000 million partnerships from everything like ego waffles to like Burger King Crocs Baskin yeah exactly. all different types of marketing just all across the spectrum. And I think that is like the 101 most perfect example show things that you could ask for when it comes they out. Have a, like, they have a WNBA themed jersey because yeah. the team in, there's a team in Indiana. They're like, you know what? That show's so popular. You want We're going to make a jersey out of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Right. And if I was, you know, Netflix, I would be going after everyone that wanted mm-hmm. to do that because like, why not? More eyes, the, the merrier. And like, again as a a, an added value example like we hit the pandemic and all of our in-person events had to go you know 180 and we had to figure out how to continue to talk about shows and things in such a digital space and one thing that I consistently get served for as an Instagram ad is to go through the stranger things drive-in and go same I get that all the time experience and the the show hasn't even been on I can't tell you when I don't even live there I don't get get that, that, but (laughs) this season aired so long ago and I can't even tell you when season four is coming out, but the fact that they've had this continuous, exactly. It's, it's, it's so smart. And it, now I don't think everyone should be doing stuff like that. Like some shows should just, you should just kind of let it die. (laughs) Well, your point earlier about, I feel like Red Table Talk does a good job of community, right? I feel like they have like, you know, they silo their loyal fans and they're like, hey, like, and like after so you watch this episode, <laughs> and like, yeah, I always find that like, doesn't matter what the, what like how other people receive it. Like you'll go under a Red Table Talk video and there's 20,000 yeah. comments and they're all paragraphs long. And yeah. I'm like, that's the kind of engagement I want on all of my shows. Can I get some of that? Get a little I mean, and our community is important to us because like we know so much of our social campaign is not necessarily getting hundreds of assets out there or getting that right moment or that zinger because like we know that that moment's going to go viral whether it comes from our channels anyway, or not, unfortunately. Yeah. So smart, flex. It's, it's flex. Um, kind of a flex. That's kind of a flex. <laughs> it's how we continue the conversation until the next episode. And that's where strategy and our jobs come in. It's like, what are we crafting? How are we continuing the conversation via stories? What IGTV long form clip did we pull that we know people are gonna get into the comments and be like, man, this was such a moment, like da 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 And we have Facebook groups, which I think is a very large part of that community sense that ties in so nicely with the show you have a a parenting group or like a whatever group and and all of them kind of fall under this like red table talk bucket that you know 
okay, cool. This is a sense of community. This is a sense of belonging. This is a sense of vulnerability. This is a sense of hard topics that aren't always discussed. Like the episode this week was on polyamory. And like, let me tell you, not everyone received it very well. But at the end <laughs> of the day, based on that episode, <laughs> someone hit me up was like, and I'm not going to say who, one of our friends hit me up was like, yo, I remember I was talking about like, uh, and on Instagram, how uh, like their like uh, Will and Jada's relationship could affect their kids. And look how it's kind of playing out now. And I was like, fam, we haven't talked about this in like <laughs> so a many decade, years. five yeah. years. Yeah. And so, and but now that it's back on the show, it's circled back and he remembered like, yo, boom. And I was like, that's crazy. But it is interesting to watch in the comments, even people who disagree like vehemently are still like engaging in a way like almost Hello. that you disagree with your family you know like i'm still talking to you like i'm still gonna tune in you know exactly they still watch all right. three minutes even though that they hated every single thing right. on the show. like exactly then they cracked the code I hate, man i hate so much of this when's the next episode yeah well, i mean <laughs> literally the code. when you're talking about measurement of success i don't care if you hate watched all 33 minutes or if you love all, all 33 minutes all 33 minutes were still watched we're you watched it so and you and know you something and you probably either told your friend oh i love this episode or oh i hated it but either way right. they probably you, put it, it too. you put it in a group chat you put it and in a group then chat, they watched 100%. it right exactly i mean so. like yeah you cannot go wrong with with framing up content and building a community around your content that type of way in my opinion that is the best kind of form that you can do whether it's like your superhero invincible community and you're making fun bloody comic book style content to post across your channels or yeah. if you are you know using hot topic clips that are question starters or you know topic starters that will get your users engaged to reply being their most vulnerable selves. I think it's a spectrum and it, you know, like everyone's again, marketing goals are, are different, but at the end of the day, I think it's like, is there a community here that you're fostering and cool? <laughs> yeah. Well, today, like how often has there been a moment in your career um, across it? Has they been like, yo, we're going to do this. Cause we know everybody's going to go up on this. Like, cause we, we, cause we often talk about too, like, again, I think working in advertising, I, I, you said the point you saying, like, as long as I get my engagement, I don't care if it's good, bad in between. I don't care if it's a 12 on Rotten Tomatoes. If I got 50 million views, guess what I'm getting season two. Um, <laughs> sure so like, have, are. have y'all gone? Have you have you seen one where they're like, you know what, we're going to do this almost like negative thing or like this. They're going to do like this very, very extremely messy or whatever moment because we know it's going to spark this. Or like outrage marketing kind yeah. of. Um, I will say that there are times where I wish, <laughs> like I've guessed that um, that specific moment or thing was going to spiral or happen or be a moment. Um, I think in the position that we are in as the agency, we don't get to make a lot of those calls. We can always pitch, but I think at the end of the day, it's at the discretion of the studios or the brand or whatever. Um, and brands, in my experience, tend to be more reserved. Now that varies because like what goes, I would argue on the Netflix sense, like they're just a brand that in, in my experience will try anything if you can argue it that you think it's gonna work. 
And then there are more 101 where like they kind of just have the traditional thing and they want to play it safe and that's fine. Safe is fine. Like it, it really just kind of depends. But I mean, like for shows, I would argue like there's space for that for shows like The Circle where, you know, that's kind of what the vibe is within mm-hmm. the cast itself. So you want to yeah, play sure. into that as you're playing it out on social, right? So like there, there's space and a world for that. And I would love to kind of be in those situations a lot more. <laughs> because it is fun. I it's fun. Mess. Right. No, not even that. I, I love mess. Yes. But my, I'm such a, like a social data geek nerd. Like I love social listening. Like you should always, always, always be social listening because like what is happening in conversation is going to happen, whether you're starting that conversation or not. So either you're playing into what's happening or you're starting what's happening and you're um, fostering that. Otherwise, like it's just consistent missed opportunities because why would you not want to engage with the community that's already rallying around a, a moment whether it's negative or positive or whatever yeah or you're the brain that's late to the conversation you're like all right bro that was literally <laughs> yeah Get out. yeah we, we we discussed this yesterday so <laughs> literally, I mean, no, that like... happens a lot because brands are safe you know like and i don't blame them because it's a very wild wild west kind of situation that we have with streaming services and social media and how they want to talk and what their voice is and who they want to attract so like you know if you got it flaunt it like a netflix cool if you want to be safe also cool like you know the content's going to get watched either way (laughs) Mm -hmm. very true very very true Okay, I guess I'll think. I can't think of a, a show because, I, I, yeah, I think working in it has kind of jaded me in a way. So I can't be like, I, I think I very rarely fall for like the advertising because, again, it's like, yeah, you know, I probably put that commercial on there. So that's why I've seen this a thousand times before. I, I want to see this right now. I will say I fall for, I guess that's just my target demo, but I feel like I still fall for ads. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm not even going to hold you. I so fall for social ads. Do you find yourself falling for everything? An IG story, uh, a well-crafted. I literally, I literally hit you up a month or two ago and could not stop talking about that HBO Max ad that I kept seeing about the the new shows that kept. The ending. trailer thing? Yeah. Yes. yes. Fall for I that mean- easily. Like, I'd be like, HBO Max yep. is such a good job of like large package trailers. It's effective. Like, it's a they, if that is, if that is a 101 thing that I would argue for. It would, that is like, that is the high staple example that a lot of people should follow because not only is it visually engaging, it makes you feel like, yes. boom, boom, boom. all right, cool. Like, I'm fired up. I'm amped. Let me go buy this shit and go watch this shit. Like, that is, that's, that's what you're supposed to be mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. Me. Eat me. <laughs> me next time. I, 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 you that content that you already pay for. Because <laughs> I have two accounts, please. Because I, I resubscribe. I just, I just appreciate this so much. Is there HBO Max VIP? Because I'm willing to, to pay. <laughs> because it, it's me. Number. I am the VIP. Right. <laughs> yeah, we no, get I the really most hours think, streamed. I really do think like ads, um, in its current form. Um, to your point, I, I'm not that old so like bus ads wasn't working on me um so but i will say ads in his current form seem very effective uh i i don't have the nielsen numbers in front of me to tell you what the what the conversion rates are and are they hitting their kpis with these ads but they seem to be working 
Uh, they are, in case you were curious. Like, in my experience, <laughs> like yes. I actually do have the Nielsen report pulled up right now. Um... <laughs> that Nielsen Dar is sitting right here on my list. Um, no, like, no, they they are wildly successful because that's why they do it. Like, yeah. like there's there's no way like these brands or studios would pour all this money into it if it didn't have some return on it. Like, especially like around show content because like. Yeah, and like, but I guess like me, like I, I can't, like I'm not gonna fall for, I, because I'll just watch a show. I think that's also me too. I'll just watch random shows. Like I'm not gonna fall for your trailer, your 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 hot sizzle reel. Because again, like, yeah, of course you're gonna try to convince me. Oh, I, I will, because I have a short attention span, so I I can't just watch every show's at pilot because I'm gonna get bored. Like with Invincible, I was like. Mm. It's whatever. Here you go again. And, with the but if I would have seen a highlight reel of the drama, I would have been like. Let me tune in. Let me keep going. Well, yeah, but and then you 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 face the problem that a lot of times the pilot episode is not the best episode too, right? Yeah, so you're like, rarely. you have to bring rarely. more horsepower than just the pilot episode to engage that user to continue to keep watching, right? Mm-hmm. That's where your social comes in. That's where your ads come in. That's where your teasers come in. You know, you're just like, we gave you this, and if this wasn't enough, best believe we have more coming. Like hey, that. Like, you know, pilot, don't worry, we have more hot. Content. The first time, the first time I saw the judas and the black messiah trailer what mm. was that two years ago the first or one year no ago? it was like literally months ago i feel like it i punched like a ticket if i could buy a ticket that day at that after watching that trailer i would have bought a ticket okay I yeah but like, for me with that one it's like that was getting purchased regardless it's just how fast right, but like, to buy it oh, <laughs> see, it's, like it's, it's, that means it worked in some in some fashion right you were bit. like hey like, this looks mid uh no, even no, though no. i was looking for it like, like again you, i would have i would have like open like if it was theaters are open like opening day i'm in there regardless i guess what your point is when i've been the 740 showing or the 940 <laughs> showing yeah like that's the thing i guess probably the only difference in that one like so, so i guess <laughs> like make me a like okay it's on my watch list. Okay, now I'll just actually watch it right. Oh, you right? Because right, sometimes right. I might I'll let y'all watch it. it first and then tell me how you like it, and then I'll see if I want to invest my time in it. Yeah, but she like, does this all the time. With that trailer, I was like, oh no, like I'm going to watch this. Like, for I sure. think that's where I get most of my, more of mine from too. Is like the word of mouth of it. Yeah. Because I think I I, I you were saying we, we talked we started this full circle. Look at that. Like, if someone says, "Hey, what's a good place to eat in LA?" You're like, "Well, what are you in the mood for?" Like. Right. I can name 50,000 places yeah. or I can name 50,000 shows that you might like, but like, what do you, what's your vibe? Like, I know, I know Sid Carr's vibe. I know Christine's vibe. I know Wit's vibe. I know Trey. I, certain people's vibe. Christine's vibe is Del Taco. So I don't know if you, you know what, that. don't go there. Her. We're talking about know. TV. Christine, Sin Cara. She eats trash. She watches trash. <laughs> Sin Cara well, watches, no, Sin Cara watches more reality TV than me now. So I don't want to hear it. If it fits, it, it ships. So, okay, so, don't act like you wouldn't just be like everyone needs to watch Invisible too because like no yes that is him that is definitely no, no, him. Oh, oh no no so I've I'll be honest at a time that was me I've I've definitely <laughs> the time you literally would tell anyone in your life to watch that show right now he's hitting his contacts list with invincible 100 yeah. percent. the sure. funny thing is i'm not i'm not i'm, I'm only hitting certain people because i know like it's not for everyone but is it like, one of those we, things where it's like i'm not sharing it with you if i don't think you're gonna like it because you're gonna hurt my feelings because it's so good i don't want to no. hear it i, I just want to not hear. Your sometimes like, i don't want to hear people talk bad about something that i love <laughs> Nah, I'm like, I'm gonna keep that. this for me. Like, no, and like, so like wit. Like, so far back. I'll, I'll send wit right. music and she'll be like, not feeling this. And I'll be like, all right, cool. Like, <laughs> so like I, I don't have an issue with you not liking because you know what I'm gonna do? Consume it. 
almost <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna still consume it, but I think sometimes I like if some if I recommend music to somebody and they don't like it, like I legitimately and they're like it's trash. It's trash. not even an insecurity thing. It's like no, I think your judgment's off. <laughs> like, that is what I do too. I'm like, hmm, you didn't like this. There must be something wrong with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really I, trust I will, you the same that I trust you say, before. Like, it depends on. I, I guess it was like I have a, a very like small list of things. Like if you're like, no, that's trash. I'm like, all right, let's. Yeah, like it's a you problem for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't put everything I suggest in that list. Yeah, so I understand that. But like, certain. <laughs> you don't want to get so hurt or so vulnerable, can't. right? <laughs> Yeah, right. like that music. If, I don't, it, if yeah. I don't like it, I just don't respond. And so Ooh. you should get the hand. So Sankara never responds to us, and now we're realizing he doesn't like it. <laughs> Are we surprised? <laughs> no. <laughs> Again, we know him. Sankara okay. doesn't like black people, so I'm not at all. So, yeah. He said, "Bring back Confederate. Bring back Confederate." <laughs> you, heard, you heard what he said. Mitchell. <laughs> He said, I would never watch bigger. So I guess y'all can keep talking about it. He said, Oh that, my God, wait a minute, though. Sankara, are you caught up on the circle? I am not. I'm still so behind. Well, do you I'm care so if behind. I say something? No, I do not. But do I, I don't understand where this narrative came from because literally everyone in every part of Walks of Life that I know uh, somehow thinks I don't like Black because entertainment. You say it every week. I have receipts right. in my phone from you. I you have, have receipts older. in the last hour. Older. Yeah. <laughs> Mess and cars. Really, during the Oscars, it was like I'm not rooting for any of the black people. Like, come on, <laughs> don't get me started. Sankara, I can neither I can neither confirm or deny that statement. So when you fight it, then we bring up more receipts. You might let, yeah, let me show me the receipts first before I confirm or deny <laughs> what I said. <laughs> I'm so done. Let me see that. Let me hold that real quick. Let me see. No, no, no. I'm look at it from here. Then uh-huh. Carl Folder. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Oh, all you have to do is just like keyword search in your messages. Literally. And all Sankara messages would show up. Sankara yeah. Black. Sankara. I hate Black. Sankara. Yeah. Yeah, sure black black. Crap. Like, Actually, that doesn't count because I say I hate Blacks all the time. So that can't count. And he's always like, you Blacks. He loves to call us. It's, you it's literally his tech message signature. <laughs> it's his email <laughs> signature. Y'all be out of pocket. Y'all be out of pocket. I got to call you who you are. Director, producer, all shows matter. What? <laughs> all shows matter? Stop it. I've been saying Sankara's one of them people who don't like Black Americans. <laughs> What's your girl's he name? Definitely Von Orgy of the Group. Yeah. That's who he is. I'm I knew s- you were going to bring her up. I'm not oh, saying the Caribbeans are, be- are like better. We just... Just y'all are worse. Y'all just are worse. Like, wait, what? What It's the same thing. She met that too with her old chest. No, she with her old chest. Anyway, where were we? Um, (laughs) About you. I'm curious, honestly. Yeah, Yeah, I'm really curious what, like, what show you've seen where you're like, that should have been better. Or like, oh, I would have marketed that way better. And like, you think it missed its whole chance. So I wrote this list down because I was excited (laughs) about it. Oh, you have a list. Oh, my God. Shout out yeah. to me with these questions. Um, shout out to you with the questions. I'm just pulling the list up. Okay, so I think the first one is Upload on Amazon Prime. Mm. Haven't seen it, never tried it. Right, me exactly. <laughs> um, it didn't get a lot of marketing love from the Prime channels. It didn't get its own channels. There was B minus-ish, I won't say B minus. <laughs> B minus-ish actors um in the show itself 
Um, but I think like, it was just like a great like idea for a show. I definitely think that one could have got more love. I would say the only thing um, I saw was like Andy posting. Like she was like, yo, come watch Going hard show. for it. Yeah. I like, mean, everyone watched crazy. my show. She was great in it. And like, I definitely, it's getting a second season, but I definitely wish that um, Amazon gave it a little bit more love, I think. Um, High Fidelity on Hulu. I think that show was love really great. that show. I think they approached it with a marketing 101 type of situation. Here's an Instagram, here's some countdowns, here's like a Spotify playlist, and then it's cute. And they thought that it was going to kind of pick up that way, just off probably Zoe's name and mm -hmm. a few of the others in the show's name. What would you have done? I'm curious about that oh, show. Oh, man. So the Vinyl. show was pre-pandemic. I would have partnered with vinyl record like places. I was I gonna say done, they should do some pop-ups. Yeah, I would have done pop-ups. I would have done been its so own personal so merch and release. I would have done like a collaboration vinyl from High Fidelity. Oh, I, I also would have brought release. in hello, like <laughs> exactly. I also would have brought in if 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 it was possible, like elements from the movie, right? Because I think that that the movie is such a, a staple for its time. Mm -hmm. So like, why didn't we have, you know, interviews with both of the casts or like, I don't know, I would have fucking brought in Lisa Bonet because where is she at? I would have loved to see her like interview Zoe. And I mean, th there are so many reasons why, who knows that these ideas weren't already pitched and it just couldn't come to fruition. So when's the uh, Whitney agency? Sorry. That's what listen. We're Look, gonna, when all of you guys are available and ready, that's when we are ready to <laughs> I've already had this conversation. With I you. know we have. So that's you're like the one that's playing games, actually. Yeah, really uh, you on her phone playing games. The car's holding us all back. Cara. Exactly. Uh, and everyone else knows do why too. So. <laughs> That is what I, it is. I love how y'all do this every single time. Um, you you brought it up. Right. You, <laughs> <laughs> you really did. Your fault. <laughs> um, bigger is on that list. And I do like to report that there um, is a very good positive reviews, both internally and externally versus what we've done so far. And like, I'm proud to hear that. I think the cast felt like there was more love out there and they were shown more love. And like, I don't know, it, it was just, it's a show that deserves to have more eyeballs on it for sure. Um, and then my hall of fame show for this, even though it's kind of in a different lifetime because it came out years ago, but it's pushing daisies. Have you guys ever seen that show? I've heard of it, but I've I never watched that. it, but it looked good. Yeah. It's this show where this guy, um, he has the touch of death. So if anything that he touches dies and then he's allowed to touch them one time for a minute and bring them back to life. Um, and he kind of uses it with his best friend who is, uh, what's the actor's name? He was on that Boston legal show, the black guy. Chad McBride. Is that what it is? He just know. made that up. Right, he's on, literally- looking at it right now. Oh, oh. Well, you should have said yes. <laughs> Yeah, I said it. Is well, I don't. I don't listen to saying cars and negativity. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Rolls eyes. Yeah, I have to look it up. Rolls eyes as he's typing. Yes, Chime right. McBride. Um, and so he is a detective, and so they're like solving murders because they can bring these people to life for a minute, and like 
try to get what was happening within their last like minute of life and I don't know it was just like such a kind of quirky show that I don't feel like got a lot of love that it deserved. Oh, pace at the helm yeah let me spin this that sounds really good I know I'm about to <laughs> I'm about to revisit that this weekend. Yeah, it, it was like a 2007 kind of like weird. Oh, that's why. Yeah, that was like my freshman year of college. So like, yeah, that was. I'm not watching this. Watching that's what I said. I mean, it was a different lifetime, right? <laughs> we didn't have the social the way that we did. But I think True. if that show was to relive a life now, um, I think it would catch on in a way that like it wouldn't have been able to in 2007. So you're, what you're saying is that show is going to get rebooted got it Ooh. right real soon <laughs> uh maybe i don't know i would love it i think it's on i think it's on hbo max right now actually of course it is everything course is. It is yeah hey um and then real quick a few more questions we can get you on out of here um <laughs> so like you said you're you know la native through and through north of the 10 or south of the 10 which part are you from north oh. of the 10 Oh, okay, that's what I figured. Um, <laughs> Valley girl, right? Isn't that, isn't that no, no, absolutely not. Um, I e. absolutely not. We don't claim the IE. Um, I don't know who you're trying to trip up on this right now, but it's for show, not me, Rob. Did you want to finish your question for me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> So, so you being from not north of the 10 um no but like I've, I've always i've been curious because you know just talking to you and you know to people that i've met kind of through you in different paces like just your view of like the industry like tv and film industry because i know you like have an appreciation for it you stated but like i'm is there like some animosity or like not animosity but like some like mm, y'all niggas don't even go here bro <laughs> go Towards here whom? are you talking just about like transplant yeah, in general yeah, yeah. or are you talking about like the industry just the industry in general yeah um yeah I think this is a hard question because like and I feel like for any normal and take normal however you want to take it normal person to like love the tv and film industry here you have to be a little fucked up <laughs> right <laughs> like anyone that knows anything about anything in the industry especially as a woman of color knows that the pure foundation of its existence initially excluded people that looked like me mm-hmm. period said done and then like it currently doesn't really serve us as black people still very well like look at the oscars so white and you know who's at the top of the top like is that diverse like are we are they do they have our best interest in mind do they really want to open this things up for true and true diversity whatever that means like does that mean women and people of color does that just mean women like you know there's just Mm -hmm. all of these added layers so i yes i have that kind of weird relationship with something that doesn't accept me very well it has gotten better like i'm sure and i've also like not been in the thick of the industry to also come to the table with a fully formulated opinion either. I've always kind of worked alongside in different ways, shapes or form. But like on the flip side of it, I I have to love it because it's really like all I've ever known, especially growing up here and growing specifically in a career that works alongside it. Like I can't have any other feeling than of appreciation for the people that I do know are putting these shows together and working behind the scenes or whatever, because like, it's a fucking hard space to work in. And like, 
and continue to get beat down and and told no and blah 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 time and time again and then continue to want to keep pitching and turning around and trying to it's the show weirdest and, thing it's and like, buying like, exactly like it, it's such a this? it's such a hard relationship but I mean like I have super, super early memories of being like a little girl and watching, this is so weird, but like, and watching Lucille Ball on television and just being in so awe of that woman, right? Like she was funny, but it was so much more than being funny. She showed up every day and like knocked each and every character that she did just out of the park. She knocked every single person, all of her castmates. Like it was, I love Lucy, it is Lucy. And like that to me was like, even though I did not physically see myself in her and I did not know anything. And like the show came out in the fifties and I was watching it, you know, growing up in the nineties, but like, that was just kind of like the form of like, I can do something like this because look, she, she did this so long ago and it wasn't easy by any means, but like, that was like the, the film life to me, if that makes sense. Like that's, I just like always was so enamored by what she what she did, what she was able to do, how she was able to just be fucking funny as shit. And then like, you know, shows later on that I've learned to appreciate like the Parkers and blah, 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 blah. Like I saw a little bit of that broken off in 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 future. Um, and I just like I can't help but not love television because it's such a weird fucked up lovely space that you know (laughs) caters to the masses in a way that not a lot of things cater to the masses in that way like bringing community together over someone's vision and a team that decided to bring the vision to life like I don't know I love that idea yeah that's always the part of uh, of it that resonates with me a lot too it's just like you think about we just spent like you know like hour and whatever ever talking about a facet of like filmmaking really yeah. if you think about it it, it yeah. I, I count it as a facet of filmmaking mm-hmm. right and like just to think about like all the pieces that need to come together for this one thing for this moving picture to appear on your screen and for everyone to love it that to me is like that type of collaboration and community like will always exist in some way form or fashion whether or not you know it's uh you know, it's for an Oscar or you're just doing it with your homies yeah. at home because you just love, you just love that. It's storytelling. It's, it's sure. the evolved <clears throat> form of storytelling that is never going away. I think that has been embedded in our culture and like technology even furthers and furthers like, oh my God, yeah. look at what it was to take to make a movie in the sixties versus what it is to make a movie hell yeah. on your iPhone. Now, if you really wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm there's just so much more accessibility. Now accessibility is a spectrum because like you can make a movie, but that doesn't mean everyone is going to get eyes well, on your movie. That's true. Cause you know? if, if mm-hmm. everyone can make a movie, everyone can make a movie. Mm-hmm. And then no, you kind exactly. of run into things where you can't, you know, it's kind of saturated. Yeah. yeah I mean, th- there are, will always be the roadblocks there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will always have this complicated in- relationship with the industry, at least how I've learned and grown through it but I don't know anyone in my life or have come across paths with anyone in my life that doesn't have a complicated uh, relationship with the industry, the film industry at large. It just does not exist. And if it does, I would love to meet that person and why their relationship is not complicated because 
it is the world that we live in, I think. And also, no, 100%. I would, I would equate it to like in the DC area, because you know where I was born and raised, it's like this cannula politics. Like you may, it, it's just kind of what everyone does, either directly or indirectly. Like it's just kind of the engine that runs things here. And so, like, you can say, oh, I hate politics and everyone get into it, but you got to work in an industry that kind of aligns with either some local politicians, some Senate, whatever, or national. So, like, yeah, I, I definitely, and that's why I kind of asked that because I just, I, understood that method of or that like feeling around it when i was there you know and met people and all these things too like ah i kind of get it it's just a different twist yeah they're different ways in but i think like the, the other fascinating thing about it is like it touches all different forms right like what if i owned a restaurant and then like my restaurant was the restaurant that catered the show production every month you know like the, it's just such a yeah it's such a vast kind of ways in and also such a small way in too that it's like what a what a weird what a weird thing <laughs> like what a weird thing no i got you so i'll get you heavy on this um uh, we thank you for all of your insight yeah um yes. we really appreciate having you we had a blast. social media queen yes. social thank data queen. i try thank you right me. yeah She's not out here trying to be an influencer. She's out here for the numbers. Crunch <laughs> <laughs> Although I would like influencer sponsorships and money. So if, you know, out there, if you want to send me anything, I will gladly review you. <laughs> I won't say no. <laughs> and I will also send you my rate. So, um, all right. So, uh, Sank, uh, what should the, uh, the, the good listeners consider? Well, I didn't get to go on my rant today, and partially, I don't know if that's y'all's fault or Whitney's fault, but- We did it on um, purpose. Clearly, I was too busy ranting. I'm sorry. Clearly. Um, but Michael B. Jordan has a new movie out. Um, it's called Without Remorse. Oh, the Oscar-nominated uh, feature film I watched? Uh, Sankara yeah. loved it because he's using it Pr- as FIC. Primo, primo content. Definitely, A-plus, definitely 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. 100 Paddington who? Hmm? <laughs> um i uh i'll get into this next episode but uh, my measured take was um it the story was awful but um it there are parts of it that i enjoyed michael b jordan wasn't the issue to when is the, he ever hmm? right that's right. what i was about to say y- y'all tried to force me hating him into a thing but i actually liked the man you know what um, sure well he must have he must have met him at a party so yeah that's right. exactly oh, what happened <laughs> it's a panorama where am i gonna meet that man is <laughs> um, open stop right <laughs> la's open now for sure i maybe he's out right now because he's probably doing press runs oh maybe anyway, he's out. that's okay, where he's yeah, going go <laughs> <laughs> um Amazon Prime, Without Remorse, Michael B. Jordan. It is a Tom Clancy movie. Um, it is action, um, all sorts of military fighting sequences that were uh, super mid. But I would like everyone to watch it. So next week when I come in here and uh, go on my rant, um, everyone's aware of what I'm talking about because there were a lot of problems. We'll from we, I know we just spent, we literally just spent uh, talking about how there are different facets of filmmaking. Well, there was a lot problems in different facets this oh my goodness. um okay. but i will save this for next episode <laughs> i do also have takes about that film uh outside of it being oscar nominated there are, i have issues too so here we are um, <laughs> but <laughs> look at us being nuanced it could be oscar nominated and we have problems so. look at us supporting rooting for everything black um i'm going to recommend the mitchells versus the machines um new animated feature film that dropped on the netty 
um, by Phil Lord. If you're like, oh, who's that? Phil Lord's the guy who did Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So in my book, mans can do no wrong thing. So <laughs> I'm going to support. Um, so I'm going to spin that and we can chitter chat about that next week. Dope. Yes, yes. Um, I'm going to recommend Seduced inside the Nexium Cult. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to be watching it. It's on Stars. It's another Nexium documentary series. And I'm pretty sure this one was like being worked on before the other one. And like this is like more somebody who was manipulated more than somebody who like manipulated and then realized it was bad. So I'm really curious to hear her perspective. I feel like it's going to be a bit more raw and honest from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. So we'll be diving into that you know i love cults and documentaries so it's right up my alley christine's <laughs> trying to actually start a cult that's why she's watching all these yeah, exactly all literally. of these dogs yep. that's what they yeah. did wrong yes, yes, i will not yes. make that I, now i know what to do right, right. <laughs> yeah I, right. like say car with a scammer or doc glass right <laughs> that's a fact <laughs> to build the that's perfect cult. noted you heard it here first right <laughs> witty uh take us home consider um okay i had two quick ones if i could give two can i give you two hey, yeah. go ahead you can give how many you want so the first one is jessica beale's new produced show i believe she's the producer on it called cruel summer it's on freeform um it's a mystery show in the sense of this girl was kidnapped and you're trying to figure out you know who did the kidnapping but it's um edited in like happening three years are playing out at the same time so you're going back and forth in between time and like sometimes that gets really messy but this one it just feels like very clear because there's very clear and concise events that are happening so you're not confused in the timeline um and I like watched the first episode and was hooked and then my second (laughs) recommendation is I have been watching a lot of ghost shows lately yeah interesting because I have a weird fascination with paranormal and um, that. So there's this show called Lights Out with the Ghost Brothers that is 10 out of 10. Um, these Stan. are three Black men. <laughs> right, are, y'all need to tune in and support exactly, our fellow Black people. Exactly, that are ghost hunters. And not only are they just like pure comedians, but like, they approach it in the sense of uh, black sensibility. They're like, this is the part <laughs> in the film where the black people are about to die in the room. So we need to leave right now. Like it is, <laughs> it is hilarious. And they just like genuinely believe. So they're just trying to debunk the entire time. So it doesn't feel like, oh my God, like we're putting on this show. It is like, we are black people and we are not supposed to be doing this right now, but we are doing this for you kind of vibe. <laughs> for the people, for right. the culture. So y'all don't have to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Watch. What's yes. that on? Discovery Plus. Mm, that Discovery D plus. plus. That good, good. Wow. That true crime and ghosts and <laughs> what else? Do you have Discovery Plus? Yeah, I've already yeah, swung y'all the login, but if you'd like it again, I can send oh, it Oh, yeah. That's probably why I never checked it out, because I actually didn't respond to you that. You noticed he didn't answer Christine. Right, like, he's like, Christine's <laughs> recommend- No, literally, I've been wanting to watch Curl Summer too, but if I would have recommended it, they would have been screaming, clowning at me for no, being on Freeform. Jessica Biel, I would have been in. I'm a fan of Jessica Biel. Yeah, Whatever. she has such a like crazy, fucked up mind. I think oh, in she's what nuts. what she's like, been in involved. My favorite. Kind yeah, of way. I love it. I love it. I'm obsessed. Um, so I'm excited to see where that show goes. For sure. Yeah. No. You see. Yeah. If Christine would have led with Jessica Biel, you'll get a spin out of me. <laughs> sure. Sure. Jessica Biel, even if it is on freeform. Yeah, I love Jessica Biel. 
Like she, what else again, is on Freeform? Off her nothing. Oh, um, the Blackish shows, right? Yeah, no, not Blackish yeah. Cinematic Ronish. Universe. Yeah, that's what I meant. Blackish. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> cinematic Sometimes ish. That's a ish. I actually it. like Gronish. I'm not even going front. I liked it. I just never finished it. But it, I wasn't like. Isn't there another one? It. Mixed like, ish. But mixed, I don't oh, Ron's about to say racist ish, but yes, that's. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> And there's another one on Netflix called Black AF. Oh, don't, don't. Let's there's a one. black, it's a black cinematic universe. That's what it is. Okay. Yes. We'll just call it um, a black community. How about mm. that? It's not even, it's not a cinematic <laughs> universe. <no. laughs> um, but yeah, so um, thank you again. Yeah, Whitney Woods, check you. right on social. This is great. This is a great combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you want I love this, show, you guys. I'm so proud of you. You know, we're proud <laughs> of you. Aww, right, we're proud you. of you. Yeah, we and, do uh, nothing but come on here yeah. and just talk shit. Yeah. And after we get this call, I mean, we're going to talk about Whitney marketing our show. So stay <laughs> for Look, our billboard. Once you <laughs> like you want to start an agency like I've been talking about forever, we can get that going. But <laughs> geez. Oh, I'm about to stop this recording right now. We can chitter 